0: last episode we talked about Garth Brooks and now my fucking search algorithm sucks cause I'm just getting <laughs> <God>, tossed up
1: <laughs> Garth Brooks That's what you Garth Brooks
0: uh, um, stuff and it's not to say that like uh, it's not because we talked about it my computer uh, unless cast yep. sells our podcast to the, the ad agencies but I'm sure we talked about it on Facebook and that was really the the biggest mistake because that oh the, yeah that no. information's out there did you
1: get like commemorative plates and coins and find out that he's beefing with a uh, shelton benjamin that's what i got so you're not <laughs> the only one suffering no. from garth brooks <laughs> no
0: i mean i just got like i got a weird a very weird uh clickbait that was like uh doctors hate garth brooks for this miracle pain cure <laughs> <laughs> it's like what <laughs> is scars brooks uh also known um for uh his medicinal uh offerings as well as his um his, his country
1: well i figure it was his soothing adultery tones which oh, right. uh, healed the ailing body mm-hmm. sure yeah. <laughs> yeah i
0: know what uh yeah to me um, I, I take a Garth Brooks album and I just rub it on my forehead, like like that head-on product. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, head-on. stupid ass Garth thing. Brooks applied directly to the forehead. Garth Brooks applied directly to the forehead. <laughs>
2: Pop Saga, you know we keep it groovy We talking cartoons, books, TVs, and movies A couple of nerds but got style We so cool, pop culture Talking new and old school, yeah You should know we love hip-hop From the roots, tie-lib Shout out to Pharaoh We giving you what you want It don't get no live ain't no doubt we got gotcha. you This is Pop Saga, let's go Oh yeah, you heard right heard This right. is a lifestyle Welcome to the nerd life Pop Saga
1: Hello and welcome to Pop Saga, the podcast where we always take advantage of ice puns, warm but not too hot summer days, and the opportunity to pair the best dish served cold, Revenge, with a nice full bodied spicy Syrah. As always, I am John Cube, and I am accompanied by my equally refreshing partner, Iced Forest. How are you doing, (laughs) Forest? I'm doing great after that intro. Uh, John Q? (laughs) Yeah, John Q. I mean, I could have called myself Ice John, but that sounds stupid.
0: (laughs) John Q.
1: Okay, Uh,
0: that is a great way to start the
1: podcast. Yeah, I tried to do it, but like... I, I, was, I was practicing cause you know, uh. I'm not like you. I'm not, uh, like I said, I'm a man of a voice, not a thousand voices. Um, so I didn't have all the, the, the techno stuff you had hooked up. So I was holding my giant ass uh, beer mug oh, yeah. filled with water. And then I was trying to do a monotone voice.
0: I thought That's it was a, a very good uh that was a very good i, I mean I, did, I definitely got it you definitely got the intonation down right,
1: so you, so you so you knew i was being ted mcginley from uh uh married with children <laughs> yeah of course right okay. wow i was just trying to
0: pull his name but i had no idea what is like, his character marcy's husband
1: <laughs> i don't know oh why did i oh man i just blanked on his character's name but i remember the actor's name i'll take it yeah
0: and yeah. and that's uh that's Mark Marcy's second
1: husband. Yeah, because um, uh, Steve was the first one, but then they got mm-hmm. a divorce because he sucked, or he was embezzling yeah. money or something. I remember, <laughs> I, probably the actor was like, "I want more money." And they're like, mm, "We're a Fox show in the late uh, '80s, early '90s. You're getting no money." Well, I bet this app- uh this guy from Revenge of the Nerds will want to do it. Yeah. He's 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 serving craft services right now so I'm sure he'd want to pick up something and get oh, a, a, a uh the,
0: just listen uh Mr Mr McGinley um these those are opinions just of John I uh I do not I mean I'm a huge uh admirer of your uh body of work
1: Yeah I'm Yeah me too of course obviously that was sure. John, that was the, uh, the ice-hearted John Cube talking. <laughs> not, not John.
0: Um. Always sunny but...
1: disposition, John.
0: Tweak You know what I just, uh, realized? I haven't, like, I hope I don't, I hope John McGinley hasn't <laughs> done anything shitty and I'm like, uh,
1: this uh, this podcast is, def- is pro-McGinley. <laughs> well, well, you called him John McGinley right there, so I'm sure he's <laughs> 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 I'm not even sure if we're saying his last name right. I don't think uh... he... Well, you know what? Uh, much like Garth Brooks, if he shows up in our search algorithm, we'll find out whether he was a D-bag or not. Probably not.
0: Yeah. Um... Uh yeah. <laughs> sorry, so sorry. I was just uh thinking about that funny John Cube <laughs>
1: <to look> from <laughs> earlier.
0: Um and yeah, it's it's of course uh, uh Ted McGinley. I bl- I believe.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not McKinley. It's McGinley. It's not, ooh, now <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to look it up. Yeah, go ahead. Go look it up. I feel I feel uh, 90% sure it's McGinley.
0: Yes, 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 yes. Ted McGinley. Well, Boom. already, <laughs> already a ton of McGinley uh, talk on today's episode, so I hope um, wherever you're tuning in from, whether it be in the United States or perhaps down under, <laughs> yes. uh, I just want to say hello to our one or two... Australian listeners, uh, hope everything's going great for you. I, yes. I'm not going to do an Australian You want to.
1: Accent. <laughs> you really want to, though, I could tell. You can tell it's hard. You don't have one on your soundboard? No. Uh,
0: gosh, I wish I had one that, that, that would do that.
1: Oh, Because today, we will be talking about possibly one of the greatest animated series ever created and that one is Batman the animated series and we're going to talk about a very particular episode uh, Heart of Ice Heart of Ice the 14th episode of the first season of Batman the animated series but like all things Fox does they aired it as the third episode (laughs) right because why have things in any sort of order? I guess with cartoons, it's less important because you're not, um, when they're all kind of like individual, uh, boxed episodes, you don't have to worry about continuity from between one or the other, but, um, yeah, this one was aired, uh, original air date was September 7th, 1992.
0: And it came, so you said it was the third episode it was preceded by On Leather Wings, and what other episode?
1: The next one
0: afterwards was Feet of Clay. Wow. What a, like, uh, one, two, like, what a, an amazing one, two, three.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was a really good punch, because if this would have followed in chronological order, you would have had to deal with, uh, I've got Batman in my basement. <laughs> <laughs> and then i'd have been probably like well i'm done with this show and i would right. have never watched anything else and i was like oh um i figure we should be up front with the audience at large including our listeners in australia yeah uh, this is particularly for you uh we've uh, when starting pop saga uh we recorded a a, a few episodes before we started releasing anything And uh, we recorded a couple of uh, Batman the Animated Series episodes. And uh, I'm going to leave it at that. But this is one that's probably going to make the air. Maybe. Or maybe we're just (laughs) doomed and we'll never be able to talk about this show. We were just trying to figure
0: things out. And, uh, you know, some some mistakes were made. (laughs) Yeah. And, um, but, uh... I will say this, these are episodes that have, uh, been, uh, have been salvaged, um, thanks in, in uh, in entirety to your, uh, courageous editor, John here, and, um, we're to keep those in our pocket, and they'll be the lost episodes that we'll, will be, uh, putting out at some point. Um, but in that one we talk about, um... The The first episode on Leather Wings, and then also the other episode you mentioned, uh, Batman uh, in my basement, or whatever I've, it's called.
1: Yeah, I've got Batman in my... I just remember how you said it in that episode, so that's the only way I want to say it now. <laughs> so I've got Batman <laughs> in my basement. I was like, yeah, that works. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, it's, uh, you know... Well, I mean, uh, I would say keep tuning in, and I, I promise you that someday we will uh, release those to the public. But uh, that day is not today. Today, not. we are talking about, as you said, on leather wigs. <laughs> We're talking about hard <laughs> advice. Um, now, this, I guess it, 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 you know, we can say a lot about um, what fox chooses to sometimes do to its the uh, the episode order of its genre shows but um uh, in this case you can you gotta kind of give it to whoever's decision that was because this won them a uh, daytime emmy for outstanding writing
1: yeah i mean it shows Uh, not with giving everything away this is a it's a it's a brilliantly written episode, uh, beautifully drawn and like, holy crap, this is a really good choice. I, I, I mean, the uh, the Catwoman one they've originally aired with, I don't think is probably the strongest, but it made sense. You just had Batman Returns coming out. You want to tie everything together so people uh, people still remember Catwoman. it's still in the like the social zeitgeist at that point so obviously start strong with uh that character then moving on to man bat which is an interesting choice but again a, a fantastic episode and then segueing right into heart of ice wow um a, a pretty smart move whoever ended up doing it uh that for sure
0: yeah uh and this one, uh, is sort of, uh, the, uh, has, has just like the top talent, uh, on the show on it. Uh, it's directed by Bruce Tim and written by Paul Denny. Um, just the, the two Titans of, uh, of the series and, and much of, uh, of, of DC at large.
1: Yeah. And this was interesting because even though it was the 14th episode, like in in chronological order however it's being worked on this is the first one that actually bruce Timm and paul denny worked worked on where their names were showing up in this case as director and writer even though they uh created the show and then look and all that they weren't really listed till this very episode
0: yeah it's cr- pretty incredible um to have the to have the creators um kind of uh show you what their uh ideal of what the cartoon could could be. Um and I think what we get is just an, an incredible experience that is it's hard to imagine that this is a show that was made for kids.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um because I think the the end result is um is just like an an incredible little 20 25 minutes of uh of television
1: for originally watching this i would have not picked up on as nearly as much as the subtleties as i have on subsequent viewings and yeah this this episode is a a powerhouse it features a villain who is pretty much relegated to d-list at that point i think even in the comics he was killed off so, uh, using this villain in this way, uh, it, I mean, holy shit, man, this is a, this is the, I, I can see why this is like the gold standard. If if they would have been like, Hey John, you get the record an episode of Batman, the animated series and direct it and do all this stuff. And then they said, watch this episode first. I'd probably just hang up my, my writing pen and be like, well, you did the best episode. So I'm not going to even try to compete with that. Yeah, why even bother? Um, like, I've got Batman in my basement as well.
0: <laughs> I've got Batman in my basement too. I can't wait to write the follow up. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, it's just um, it's it's a uh, it is perhaps a uh, a perfect episode of the show, and uh, just good. TV, I think, uh, at the end of the day, but as you were saying, there's many contributions this show makes to the overall DC universe that have um, been carried forward from their first appearance on the show that I think you could argue that Batman the Animated Series is maybe the most influential... Uh a Batman sort of portrayal as it, it, it how it feeds back into the universe. Um, because, of course, Harley Quinn is an, a creation of Bruce Tim and this show, and much like how they introduce that character to the larger DC universe. Um, this is a complete revamp of of Mr. Freeze. He was originally called Mr. Zero. And he just sucked. Yeah, he, <laughs> he, was,
1: was, he was as bad as Calendar Man, or yeah, King. And, yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> and um, they even took him, and I think at first they renamed him on the Batman sixty six, uh, sorry, not cartoon uh, show. Mm-hmm. And um, he was his real name was Doctor Art Chival. And he was played like three different actors uh George Saunders, uh Otto Primager, and uh Eli Wallach and uh he was just like he was kind of goofy I mean everything on that show batman sixty six was was fairly goofy, but he had like uh you know sort of like the blue skin and then he had like huge red eyebrows
1: <laughs> yeah you go like a uh, uh, hair sometimes. Up- yeah, jacked up astronaut, if I remember correctly. Yeah,
0: yes, he do, he very much does, and um, it's actually weird how much Batman and Robin's uh, look is based on the Batman '66 uh, portrayal, but that's maybe a story for another day. But they took this like goofy joke of a, a character, and they gave him a brand new backstory. None of this uh. None of him, ha- of Nora, not to get too far ahead, but none of uh, Nora and, like, the tragic creation of Mr. Freeze is in any previous incarnation. Like, I think even in the, the retcon, like, the second retcon, he's just a guy who, ha- who was, like, a thug who was making, or uh, a criminal of some sort who was making a freeze gun and that malfunctioned and turn him into Mr.
1: Freeze. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Like uh, nothing, like really really nothing, like not not, you know, like as far as like Kite Man, <laughs> you know, it's just like, well, let's take something that he does and then put you know, give so in this case he's got a cold gun. We already have Captain Cold, so who else were we going to make? Let's use this guy and uh this portrayal of Mr. Freeze, yeah, has effectively shaped how Mr. Freeze is portrayed in uh, movies, comic books, future cartoons. It's all kind of predicated on this. Um, So much so that, like, I think in 97 or something, Paul Denny wrote a um, Batman story, and they used this as pretty much the basis for the origin, which makes sense because it's a It's a completely understandable motivation.
0: Yeah, he's a great character.
1: Yeah, this is this. He he wasn't really on my radar as a kid, but uh, growing older, just this portrayal has made him one of my favorite Batman's rogue.
0: Um. So, I think uh, I think we should just jump right in. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Let's go through the. Let's jump in, but let's give it. Um, let's give the cast and crew their credits real quick. I got a little. Of course. Yes, of course. And then, yeah, Good let's idea. jump. Let's jump right in there. Uh, so let's see. Like we said, it aired September 7th, 1992. It's technically episode 14th, but it aired as episode three. It was directed by Bruce Tim, and the uh, writer was Paul Denny. Uh, we mentioned it earlier, but just to stress, the, these are the guys who created batman the animated series uh cast wise we have kevin conroy who voices uh batman bruce wayne um arguably the voice of batman at least to me i'd be willing to get in a fight with anybody uh outside of adam west (laughs) and then we have ephraim zimbalist jr voicing alfred pennyworth this dude has had a long career. Uh, he's been working since 1946. Uh, he did pass away in 2014 at the age of 95. I uh, give you an idea, uh, he was on Babylon 5. Uh, he was in Maverick. He also provided the voice of Dr. Octopus in the 90s Spider-Man cartoon and Justin Hammer in the 90s Iron Man cartoon. Um, so He was in two cartoons that had Uh, lyrics that pretty much were like spider-man spider-man and then like iron man (laughs) they're almost the same uh then let's see as the bad guy we had michael ansara as mr freeze slash dr victor freeze again another old school actor been working since 1944 at that point um, I checked his IMDB page just to get a sense, and it was so damn long. It was about as long as both of my arms and my leg. Um, uh, people might also know him as Kang in uh, Star Trek, the original series, Deep Space Nine, and Voyager. Um, so two out of three ain't bad. Uh, <laughs> I don't care <laughs> Voyager. That's right. You can <laughs> at me. Uh,
0: yeah, um, there's been plenty of... Uh... Plenty of juicy Voyager uh, bashing. I know uh, bashing on this uh, show so far. Yep, Um, I like many of the uh, episodes, but please continue.
1: (laughs) Yes. Um, Then we have uh, Mari Devon, who voice summon, uh, uh, not summon, Summer Gleason, uh, voice actress for a lot of animes, including uh, Tenchi Muyo, Gundam, Devilman, Digimon, uh, uh, Captain Harlock. You name it; she's done a lot of uh, dubbing for. Um, anime, and then we have uh, some guy named Mark Hamill. I don't really know who this is.
0: I think it's uh, pronounced Mark Hamill.
1: Oh yeah, so Mark Hamill does voices mm-hmm. Ferris mm-hmm. Boyle. Um, I think you all know who Mark Hamill is. <laughs> uh, and then we have additional voices by Michael Bell, Robert David Hall, and John Mariano. Uh, casting voice casting by the amazing andrea romano she knows how to pick voices i tell you what and characters and get what you need out of it for sure and then music direction by shirley walker the fantastic shirley walker and uh todd hayden i uh, did the Hayen, music for this i believe Hayden, right Hayden, did i put it i put a d on there my bad todd Hayden. i apologize
0: yeah uh, my spell check wanted it to be hayden very badly
1: that might have been it other people or the ones who made up part of ice
0: yeah um a fun bit of trivia uh mark uh mr marcus himmel no (laughs) mark himmel uh who who plays uh ferris boyle right yes um in this uh in this episode he, he, came, he was cast as a Ferris Boyle first, and he offered to do uh, that character and a villain, just kind of like dealer's choice, which villain he, he got. And uh, originally Tim Curry was supposed to be the Joker, um, but he dropped out, and they, they put Mark Hamill in there. And can you imagine a universe without uh, the, 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 the absolute treat that Mark's, Mark Hamill's Joker is?
1: Uh, yeah. We almost didn't get it. Yeah, we would have got Tim Curry, which would have just sounded like Pennywise. I'm sure. <laughs> oh damn, Mr. Curry, I didn't realize you were here.
0: <laughs> don't let Batman arm the missiles. <laughs> I, don't
1: know.
0: I don't have a, a Tim Curry. You um, got
1: me beat. I don't have a ha- uh, Hamel. I don't even have a Ted McGinley. I can't do it. So, like, your Tim Curry laugh had me beat. It was just like, I was like, I could see you channeling Rocky Horror Picture Show the whole time. Yeah,
0: that's what I was, uh, that's what I was referencing right there.
1: I know. That's how in sync we are, people. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Backstreet's back. All right. All right. Uh, right. Let's jump into Heart of Ice. All right.
0: Yeah, let's do it. Um, so first up, we did that incredible intro.
1: Yeah. So does this go down as possibly one of the greatest cartoon intros ever? I think it does.
0: Um, I was uh, I was watching it extra close this time, and um, I I'm gonna say like uh, I I don't know if we could even do it justice by describing it, but if you haven't seen it, please go look it up. Just type in "Batman the Animated Series intro" into Google, and uh, I'm sure you'll be able to, to find a YouTube clip of it or from somewhere else. I don't know, Daily yeah. Motion. Where do you get your stuff from?
1: Uh, I go to new um, Newgrounds. Is that oh. sort of the thing. <laughs> wow. Or did they turn into a porn site? I don't remember. What happened.
0: Mm, you know, I mean,
1: you could check. Uh, um no no because like i said i got garth brooks on my search history last <laughs> thing i oh, what is is old flash game site um, uh, no
0: i think Newgrounds uh, is still a thing um i trust you but uh yeah i mean just go look it up it's, it's fantastic although i did notice two interesting things one um when batman is uh fighting the, the two thugs uh the 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 actual buildings in the background are very loosely painted, which I hadn't really uh, realized before. Your your attention is on the awesome animation in the foreground, I think, but um, it's kind of like that's the that's the kind of the last time I think you see something so loosely rendered in the background. And I love the part where they're they're racing through the alleyway, and they just have like a static color, and they do like hand drawn line art of the alley going by looks fantastic and it's a fun trick
1: yeah no did, how did you watch this episode i watched this on dc universe for mm. uh, r.i.p I <laughs> soon
0: for to reference. be r.i.p
1: <laughs> soon to be r.i.p i'm sure so i had the uh, uh, i think that's the equivalent of the uh, blue way uh, blue way cheese blu-ray rips mm-hmm. um and they Remastered 1080p uh, intro. So, how did you watch it?
0: I purchased it on uh, Amazon Prime in HD. In okay. HD. All right. So,
1: I think you got the the, the same viewing. I did. All
0: right. Terrific. Yeah. Um, no,
1: I. I. I mean, there's. I've talked about this intro at nauseum to people for a long time, but it. I. I it's fantastic. From how everything's kind of choreographed to the fact that it doesn't need a title card to tell you what you're watching. You know who you're watching by, you know, all you needed was a flash of lightning, the Batman silhouette, and a brief look at the emblem, which isn't even drawn in very well. And... (laughs) You know, it's just a little <laughs> bat scribble, because at that point they figure people aren't probably going to be that close to their TVs or whatever. And that's it. No need to tell you that this is Batman the Animated Series, because obviously it's Batman, and it's animated, and it might be a series of episodes. So fills you in. It's fantastic.
0: Yeah. Uh, it was something that I, uh, I, I looked for you know, every day uh, coming home from Uh, junior high, probably. Um, And, uh, you know, plopping in front of the TV and making sure I was home for Batman. Because uh, the minute that uh, WB logo transitions to one of those cool art deco blimps, you know, you're in for some good stuff. I mean, most of the time. This one is uh, quite good. Um, And I think we you can see that from the title card um uh, because mm-hmm. while the uh the cartoon itself does not get a title card the episode does uh yeah it we you see the title plus some music it reminded me of uh, batman returns how about you
1: yeah definitely uh, you know starting with uh, snow a little bit of music and um yeah it's funny i always equate this episode with a um uh, christmas episode for some reason but it isn't not whatsoever and i meant to say it that time uh, <laughs> yeah no it's a it, 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 i love this transition because we get the title card with the music and the snow uh falling and then that transitions right into uh snow globe being held uh, with a uh, figure uh, moving around in circle with the music's coming from and this uh shadowed character holding it and um, oh
0: yeah great tease for the character and a, a beautiful sort of uh like um
3: soliloquy or whatever that uh, this is how i'll always remember you surrounded by winter forever young forever beautiful rest well my love the monster who took you from me will soon learn that revenge is a dish best
0: served cold. Uh, that he is uh, saying, um, that this shadowy figure is is saying, or narrating, while we uh, look at this, um, what I guess is a mashup of a
1: music box and a snow globe? Yeah, there are, there are uh, snow globes you can get that have, like, little turnkey that play music when you do it so I figured he was just either he went and bought that thing off the shelf or had one made beforehand yeah I just happened to have someone who looks exactly like his wife in it I have one made custom oh, God. Uh, I, I I believe you please 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 don't hurt me
3: for Nora
1: sweet Nora <laughs> Get out of Get here. here. Get out of here. Go hang out with the uh, Thanos in the green room. Jeez. <laughs> these guys just
0: I need like one of those like uh on-air signs.
1: Oh, that'd be good to keep just, these guys out. Just have them over there.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, I was going to surprise you with could uh, we have uh, a special guest uh, uh, Mr. Freeze, but uh you know what? Um I'm, I'm he's off the show. <laughs> he's banned for the show.
1: Well, I was hoping that he'd be able to to, to give us his uh, method for how he prepared for this episode. Like, um, you know, what he do? Hang out in the refrigerator? Uh, <laughs> stub his toe? Uh, no, this I is. I watched
3: Robocop.
1: Oh, that's a. But uh, Murphy had more emotion in his voice. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's why I'm better. <laughs> I'm
3: better th- than Robocop. You f- heard it here first.
1: He's <laughs> <laughs> got a little more emotion these days. Yeah, I guess so. Versus being all like, "This is how I will remember you." <laughs> Surrounded by winter, forever young, forever beautiful.
2: It. This yeah. is the.
1: This is literally like. This soliloquy. This intro sets up everything. Gives you. Um, everything you kind of need to know about this character in this one little snippet, and then everything else that gets added to it just becomes more and more. It it, it's some of my favorite writing. It really is. Um, and it it, it's so so beautifully done. Again, from that transition to him just kind of reading that out, and then um, setting up the episode
0: yeah because if you uh, if you're seeing it for the first time chrono uh, when you're you know when it aired um you don't have really a- any idea what is being set up here um but it it uh as you watch the episode the the words of the start um uh it gained new meaning and um yeah very good point that's it's super effective uh and an amazing cold open uh, again to a kids show—it's crazy.
1: Um, that goes from him holding that snow globe with his, um, oh, you just assume as someone he loves, uh, right into news uh, reporter Summer Gleason, uh, pretty much filling in the rest of the exposition of the uh, of the episode. Uh, pretty much, it's uh, her doing a news report on uh, cold-related uh, crimes uh, against a corporation called GothCorp. And uh, in the background, you can see it's summer; it's a heat wave. Kids are playing in fire hydrant, you know, f- playing around water coming out of fire hydrants. And it's a, it's just a positioning the hot with the fact that these crimes are weird because they're all cold-related um and then you get a message from goth corps uh, ferris boyle again voiced by mark hamill and like right off the bat you could tell that he's a straight d-bag like like if you if, if 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 you were trying to make a a distinction between whether he's he's a good guy or a bad guy as a kid maybe i wouldn't have picked up on this until a little bit later but at this part i was like nah kind of a dick dude i don't like you but uh, goth corp is the people company so i have a very we love people but really kind of kind of a dick yeah he's a
0: uh, mark hamill plays an incredible douchey ceo character um the kind of uh the kind of real rich shithead that we all <laughs> we, we all uh uh love to see get their comeuppance Um, I guess he's trying to sort of, uh, give off a air of, um, um, sort of understanding and, uh, be cast as sort of a magnanimous figure, um, but he, uh, he's already looks, uh, maybe he, he looks a little smarmy, and, uh, Mark Hamill seems to be playing him, uh, a little bit, uh, letting that come through a little bit in his portrayal.
1: Yeah, I really kind of like the use of uh, Summer Gleason here as well. Just using, you know, it's the standard trope you get in a lot of TV shows. You just happen to be watching the TV when something really important or a bit of news that you need is playing. But I think this worked really well. And again, selling the fact that it's a heat wave and uh, cold related crimes are happening. Um, I think from that we switch over to the Batcave. Mm hmm. And, um, man, holy shit. Can I just tell Picking you? Taking up love...
0: video games, Master Bruce.
1: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> now, yeah, Ephraim Zimbalist Jr. is my Alfred. I know there was oh, another yeah. actor who voiced him for a couple episodes, and I'm blanking on his name right now, but Ephraim, you got it. Uh, just dry, but with a hint of caring in it. Mm-hmm. Um yeah uh, batman's working behind the back. computer has individual uh components that were stolen and it, it pretty much he's uh piecing together the components and this is how you know he's uh, you know super smart he's like uh you know like this they're harmless but put them together like a giant cannon and it, it's a giant cannon <laughs>
0: yeah i was like wow uh this is a very powerful computer program Yeah, it, it I, just uh Kind of made that uh, completed the Lego set for him, and um, it's a big old gun. the uh, The attention to the d- detail in this episode is incredible, um, so incredible that it actually bankrupted one of the studios <laughs> that, yeah, uh, that worked on it. the The studio that was in charge of um uh that was in charge of de- I mean I I'm being a little bit hyperbolic because I don't think this exact episode is what bankrupted them, but um. Uh, the company that I, that was uh, involved in the production this emiso- of this episode, uh, specifically the one that was responsible for like doing um, uh, the frost effect on uh, Mister Freeze's helmet, um, would later go bankrupt because they <laughs> cared enough to <laughs> spend time actually doing animation, and uh, animation is a uh, an in- industry that is. Um, a lot of weird stuff going on uh, in terms of how that's financed. So,
1: Jeez. Unfortunately, the yeah.
0: Uh, uh,
1: painting frost on a helmet is like the thing that affected your bottom line.
0: Yeah. Well, they just, uh, they really cared about the the outcome. And one of the things you can definitely, speaking of attention to detail and this scene in particular, um, all the sort of like the footed, of or the animated sequence of batman like pressing keys and like flipping switches and stuff is insanely well done and super satisfying from a sonic standpoint as well
1: yeah it's this is i think one of their best like produced episodes it's again it's not Not like I've Got Batman in My Basement, which seemed like it was one of the worst drawn episodes. I'm still not sure if it's the worst episode to me, but this one is probably one of the best from everything that was just kind of set up. And, um, yeah, to your point, there's just a a level of detail that's put into this.
0: Um, So we we go from that to the... Um, to to some security guards in Gotham who do not get paid enough.
1: Not whatsoever. I didn't mean to say it that time. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Batman effectively figures out that it the, the pretty much to make that cannon operational, it's missing one more thing. So uh, we go from that to a cut to yeah two overworked guards who aren't getting paid anything. Um. I like how one of the guards walks out with a megaphone to say "stop" <laughs> to like the uh, what I wrote down in my notes is like he's yelling "stop" to this van-like vehicle speeding up the road, and the thing looks like the Herkimer battle jitney from Mystery <laughs> Men. <laughs> so, so yeah, it kind of does. Yeah, you know, it's like this van-armored car thing just plows right through the gate. Um, but they're not given a moment of rest. They get out of the way of that, and then <laughs> another pair of headlights shows up. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah bat, um Bat, Batman almost kills them. They almost get killed by uh, Mister Freeze and Batman. Uh, whatever they're getting paid,
1: it's not enough. Yeah, within like the span of like ten seconds. <laughs> it's yeah. like, it like oh no no oh shit another car. So, yeah, so, first, Herkimer Battle Jitney plows through, (laughs) the guys are, like, just getting up, and then, yeah, another pair of headlights show up, and it's the Batmobile. Like you said, Batman almost kills these two guys, which, if this was a Snyder film, he probably would have, um, but not this Batman.
0: (laughs) A machine gun that he would have left two bat grenades behind, and, uh... (laughs) Yeah, yeah we would we'd have just cut like uh away from the the guard post but they would have seen like an apocalyptic explosion in the background
1: <laughs> oh so you're saying so do you think it would have been because he smashed into both of them with the batmobile they flew over the hood but to make sure there were no witnesses or the chance that they could maybe say something like drop a couple bat bombs behind them just yep yeah he just vaporizes the yeah yeah that That's, that makes uh, sense that tracks that tracks <laughs> Batman versus common sense. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But now this Batman, he swerves out of the way, gets around the corner, and again, I think the Batmobile, beautifully drawn. hmm Looks great. The Again, the lighting, I could see maybe why that company did go bankrupt because, again, the attention to detail here was super high. Um, in fact, he zips around the corner, and then one of the goons in the back of the Jitney... Um, is looking at it, it says we have company. And, of course, Mr. Freeze being the cool character that he is, opens a back panel and shoots his freeze gun on the road. Causes, like, an ice slick or something. And, uh, the Batmobile loses control. Well, he uses that, the cool bat hook,
0: and, uh, sort of, like, skids around a corner and just wrecks that building.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, I batmobile grappling hook for the win right yeah because he, he shot it out yes yeah, yeah. he smashes the shit but you know it's boyle he could afford it i'm sure uh, oh yeah i mean he,
0: he does, doesn't seem like somebody who likes to spend money really um but uh yeah he, he definitely is uh rich enough to afford it
1: yeah well you figure i mean the insurance premiums might go up a little bit but I imagine if you have a business in Gotham, your insurance premiums are probably at its highest no matter- <laughs>
0: No what. one's insuring you. Yeah. You're, pretty much. You can't like, get insurance. You, oh, you I got Riddler insurance, but I didn't get Penguin insurance, and then my shop got smashed by a giant-
1: Umbrella?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Well <laughs> A novelty umbrella smashed sure. into my- Yeah, or a giant inflatable duck. Uh, oh, God. That, <laughs> I'd see the shit out of Penguin. Oh, yeah.
0: I mean, like you'd have to. to.
1: Yeah, I'm not a fan of the Penguin. That's right, I said it. Ooh. You can at me, too. Hot take. Hot take, yeah, here. John's, hot take. Penguin, no good. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay. laughs> like, <laughs> I'll put a like, flightless if, foul? If the Penguin... If... if I looked out the back of my my house now, and the penguin was with the rest of the Batman's rogue gallery, but I got to choose to fight anyone, I'm choosing to fight the penguin. I don't care if he knows judo or some other shit, I'm whooping the penguin's ass. And you say, no umbrellas. Yeah, well, obviously. Because if he's bringing an umbrella, then I'm bringing my ice skate bat. See? This this is just like the Untouchables. Yeah, so...
0: Um, for those of you who don't know, John has a cool prop, um, that is a bat that is sort of also an ax, uh, because it has an ice skating blade uh, affixed to it.
1: Yeah. We had some kind of, we sometimes call it the bat skate, uh, ice bat, uh, the, uh, so it's very,
0: uh, apropos for this episode, beat um, you up. Because it's the ice bat.
1: Yeah, like, this this bat would fit in with this episode. I love (laughs) the... Very poorly.
0: There's, like, so many areas on this this weird armored van um, that Mr. Freeze can stick his gun out of.
1: (laughs) But do you you like the fact it has a turret in the front, too? Yeah, (laughs) it has a
0: turret, and then the little turret door opens up and his, his little hand comes out and shoots. I thought that was um
3: funny
1: yeah you're like hero yeah yeah it's very deliberate it's funny everything that mr freeze does is very deliberate including this one with yeah the hand creepily coming out then pointing forward so it's pointed up then forward when he could have just pointed it out that way but i I thought it was a nice little detail yeah he does that because they pull up to a roll down gate uh mr freeze uses his freeze gun he uh freezes this uh, roll down great gate uh until it just turns super brittle they drive through it um and this is our first full look at mr freeze um as he's ordering his men to gather canisters uh what do you think of mr freeze's look
0: i like it i even like the stupid purple gloves and feet <laughs> I don't know why that has to be like that, but it sort of reminds me of someone wearing like big protective gloves to to reach into some liquid nitrogen, but I think in general the I love his design. I love the sort of 50, 50s aesthetic. Of, it's like a 50s spacesuit um uh aesthetic, sort of a Buck Rogers type look to it. Uh but it's always been my uh, favorite Mr. Freeze.
1: Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. Look, and yeah, we get our our, our first full look of Mr. Freeze. Um, he orders his men to pick up the canisters, and then we get a quick cut of Batman getting out of the Batmobile so we know he's okay. Um, and then we shoot right back into the warehouse. Uh, Freeze's dude's grabbing canisters. He has a few members in his gang.
0: We get some great pun, right? Or <laughs> uh, unknowing pun where batman's no, like
1: freeze <laughs>
0: we yeah, know, batman well, fully picks up a dude and like throws him over his head
1: yeah no that's what i wrote batman is batman grabbing the guy picking him up over his head and hucking him to the other side of the battle jitney
0: <laughs> yeah he <laughs> is yoked this uh batman is uh he's been he's not been skipping uh arm day because he just hauls this guy up over his head (laughs) just tosses him
1: aside throws him right over like it's nothing and then he jumps down leg sweeps three other guys until they're all on the ground and then yeah he gets up and says freeze which he never says by the way (laughs) Nah, I've never heard Batman say freeze, <laughs> chill, anything. But I mean, it literally sets up the only retort Mr. Freeze had, right? Yep. And he's just all like, that's Mr. Freeze to you. Freeze! That's Mr.
3: Freeze to you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's just like, shit, it works. Yeah, I didn't like, wow. It all. Good thing he said that right and then now we're seeing our hero and uh villain uh matched up for the first time and batman always goes to his trustee's batterings, and that means you know like nothing because mr freeze's freeze gun just freezes that battering right out of the air and it just clumps down on the ground yeah
0: it's uh it's not a very effective um uh what i like here is that uh, Mr. Freeze is, they set up Mr. Freeze as more of a vigilante uh, than a villain, uh, at least at the start. He uh, says, he tells Batman, hey man, um, stay out of this. This is a personal quest for revenge, um, but you know, I'll, I'll, I'll take care of you if you get in my way, but uh, you know, that doesn't have to be like this um and i thought that was cool it definitely gives him a different air uh compared to some of the other of uh batman's rogues gallery
1: yeah his his motivations his and then like uh, clayface kind of have different you know different motivations for why they are villains i'd say mr freeze is probably the most relatable like i i get him I get him completely in this, and yeah, I do like the fact he calls that out to Batman, but Batman doesn't he doesn't care about that, right? If you're breaking the law, you're breaking the law. Um, so then you kind of see a difference in styles, right? Batman is starts dodging. he's jumping around. Mr. Freeze is not the most agile of guys, and he's not really going to be like you know, trying to hand to hand Batman if he doesn't need to. So when he's jumping around, Mr. Freeze shoots a portion of a uh, a catwalk that he saw Batman was going to land on. Batman lands on it, breaks through it, and hits on the ground. So he sees this as his cue to exit. So then he just continues to spray the area with Batman it is kind of uh freezing him. But during their little melee, Mr. Freeze hit one of his goons in the legs, like freezes him up a little past his knees. And this is where you find out like eh, Mr. Freeze has his has has his moments but at the same time he's really I mean he's really cold-hearted. Damn. Certainly.
0: Well, he doesn't care that this criminal is uh that he has hired um has ice legs. Um he just is like leave him. Um and uh yeah, he he gets the fuck out of there. Um, yeah,
1: but but he blamed this dude, even though he was the one who fra- freezed his legs. He froze his legs, not freezed yeah. his legs. Froze he should have legs. been paying attention. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he should have been more careful. Now he mm-hmm. has paid the price for his incompetence. I'm like, nah, dude, that was your fault. Gotta get out of the way. And then gotta, you, you, When you're talking about Mr. Freeze, gotta watch those legs. I mean, to be fair, if I was Joker henchman and Joker starts throwing his... Uh, death cards around or spraying his flower I'm sure I probably would have seen him use that before I would have gotten just right out of the way yeah so yeah I guess shooting freeze beams you should have been more careful um I do like the fact that there's honor among thieves as far as the other goons start saying hey but he's one of us and then freeze is just like then perhaps you want to share his fate just pointing his gun at him and then, you know, the you know them being true to these characters' natures, they just get up and leave that dude to his own devices. Um, so then I think at that point, Batman breaks out of his kind of uh, uh, ice prison, and he wants to start chasing the battle jitney, but then he hears the cries of the guy. Uh, they just left on the ground.
0: Yeah, it, and... Uh, yeah, so Batman was able to put his cape up, and that uh, created a little air pocket, and I guess that is fine. He's fine. <laughs> he's able to break out. Uh, this I thought that this shot was kind of funny because he breaks out of his ice prison, and then he just like punches two d- barrels out of the way.
1: <laughs> Stupid barrels! No, <laughs> he's <was> angry. <laughs> yeah, he was um, frozen.
0: and this uh, so <laughs> uh, we and then we cut to this guy in a back to tank, right? Yeah, straight uh, back to tank. The bad guy um in the bat cave with a very cool establishing shot of alfred going up the bat elevator or escalator i should say
1: yeah like how do you put one of those in if you don't want anyone to know that you're a vigilante
0: yeah you you blindfold the otis guy and then
1: (laughs) yeah you don't buy like an escalator from ikea (laughs) right you know i mean like i don't know where he got it but they put that shit in and yeah really great establishing shot
0: um but uh this this i wrote down this is my batman uh he doesn't even kill thugs he uses them as experiments <laughs> 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 test subjects yeah he just like uh he's just a uh, mad scientist this guy that um, is my
1: fucking note god damn it you sure you're not reading my shit <laughs> was like batman is playing mad scientist with coils and generators spinning up but i i really love the the, the whirring of and the dangerousness of the generator this tesla coil <laughs> charging up with energy yeah
0: that timing yeah. Is right there is fantastic because we get alfred saying like, he's just being like oh you're showing this uh a, a ton of compassion towards this guy where he surely would have left you there Um, And then without saying anything, Batman activates these, like, throws these switches, and then all this really intimidating stuff starts happening with electricity, and we cut back to the tube, and as Alfred is looking at this man, he is just, like, enveloped in a rush of bubbles, and it looks like like, he might be, like, Batman boiled him alive or something.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think he kind of did, because it turns out the back to tank was just like a chemical bath but it worked right like he was able to unfreeze the dude's legs but yeah it looked like he just straight uh, boiled the guy alive
0: yeah but we this is when we find out that i guess uh mr freeze was not only shooting ice out of that weapon but also germs or (laughs) viruses of some sort
1: Yeah, well, you know, real hot weather mixed with real extreme changes in climate can give people colds, and Batman has the sniffles.
0: Yeah, I I mean, I always thought that was apocryphal, uh, that uh, sort of uh, belief that that temperature changes give you a cold, but certainly not in this universe it is true.
1: I mean, you know, though, I'm going to give Kevin Conroy super credit. He sounds like he has a cold.
0: Yeah, maybe he did. Maybe they just wrote that into the script.
1: Yeah, he 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 plays it up real well. There's a little bit of inf- it's it's like I remember uh, in in acting classes, which I was never good at. Um one of the things that they'd always talk about like just because there's a stage direction like you're drunk, don't play it like you're drunk. Play it, not normal either. But you know, you wouldn't be like, "Hey, I tell you," you know, like playing up the drunkenness versus how you'd really be. Is that um, you? Yeah, he's he's hanging out in the back. He's watching the three D printer. The <laughs> printer's almost done. You know what I'm saying? I like, yeah, thanks, thanks Sly. Appreciate it. You know, we try to hang out, stuff like that. Mm, kick it. That
0: makes sense. So Batman needs to work on his immune system. He needs some, uh, take more vitamins, something. something. Yeah. Um, but we get, we then we get Batman committing to investigation, which is awesome. It's one of the great parts of the show is seeing Batman being a, de- a detective, and uh, he's got to talk to his old his old uh, business acquaintance. Um, as, as, uh, as Bruce Wayne, he has to talk to, uh, good old Ferris Boyle, <laughs> terrible name, I mean, I mean good it, name, but, but terrible sounding.
1: Yeah. I mean, it works for the character, right? Yes. It's, like, it's a name. Good you, writing. Just makes me uncomfortable to say. Yeah. Don't say it fast either. It gets you in trouble. Oh yeah. We <laughs> do do that in front of a mirror three times. Find out what'll happen. Oh my god <laughs> what i'm saying isn't being haunted by stallone
0: oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow it's the ghost of stallone uh, <laughs>
1: oh
0: wow <laughs> wow you know what uh everybody has been spending their quarantine doing something a little bit different it's good to know that he's uh improving um or practicing some sort of uh astral projection uh, skills yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. I've been
1: practicing the dark arts. Oh, wow. <laughs> this is not good. It's going to be for Rocky 8. <laughs> <sighs> okay. then I fight in Limbo. What? <laughs> okay. A Grim Reaper himself, you know what I'm saying? He's going to punch me. I'm going to punch him right back. Okay, okay calm wow. down, Stallone. It's <laughs> cool.
0: It's wow. cool. Um, he just punched my ears.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm really close to my mic, and normally I'm never this close.
0: <laughs> yeah, he must have really uh, pushed in and,
1: and, and got so p- super close, too. Yeah, he wants you... No, he actually said that from the room over. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs>
0: well, you know, all these years, as a thespian treading the boards. He must know how to project ever so well.
1: But uh, please continue. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, we, we go with uh, the fact that Bruce Wayne is one badass playboy cuz Boyle ask him if he's still the terror of Gotham's night scene and all he says is I get around. It's <laughs> like damn. Stone cold player. <laughs> yeah, Um but yeah, to your point actually, this is this is why I think the Batman from Batman the animated series gets is probably one of the more well-rounded batman portrayals uh, because you get him being a detective you get him fighting you get him being a scientist you, you, you get all the facets that you've kind of grown up with batman in in one super package and this is no different he's using bruce you know he's he's being bruce wayne getting us a little bit more backstory effectively kind of asking him like hey what's up with these crimes and He finds out that, you know, there was a, uh, the only person that he could think that would want revenge on him is dead. Um, he was doing something with company property and, uh, he died for it and he died like a year ago. Uh, but that gives Bruce Wayne enough information to kind of go, or Batman enough information to, uh, figure that up, uh, figure that out. Um, I like also the fact that, you know, Boyle sets up, he's like, Hey, I'm getting a humanitarian award. And then it was he's saying he's getting that award after pretty much saying he doesn't really care because he's like, "It's my property, it's my this." He was messing with my stuff. and uh, I like the sarcastic I, uh, I feel ill that Bruce Wayne says as he bombs out saying, "I'm sure that the reward the award is well deserved.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He definitely has very thinly veiled uh, disdain for this other guy, and uh, yeah, he does drop a a very passive aggressive. <laughs> I feel ill. Oh. Um. Yeah, because uh. Yeah, Ferris is a uh, good old Ferris. Boils day off. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's a real. Uh, he's a real shithead.
1: He really is, and uh, I I keep forgetting. That uh, when he's Bruce Wayne, a lot of times he wears a hat. And I like that little bit of touch. You know, he's just like yeah. grabs a little hat. I, I do like that for some strange reason. It just seems different than where you normally also see Bruce Wayne portrayed. I don't know. Just a little something I wrote down. Yeah. It's yeah. a nice little touch. Yeah. I think we go from that to. Uh, Gleason talking, uh, Summer Gleason, the reporter talking to Boyle about his humanitarian award. Um, and then uh, this is this is the standard trope. And I know that if you're a Best Buy, or maybe at the time that this show is made, Circuit City, or Sam Goody, or Good Guys, <laughs> employ you your selling. You're selling TVs left and right because Batman villains love to destroy the TVs they're watching. Oh, I see. In Gotham. Okay. In Gotham, yeah. I was just <laughs> trying to think of all the things that were like electronic shows uh, shops that existed at the time. Was, well, that yeah, was great.
0: Like, You're like Circuit City. Circuit City. Uh go- good. <laughs> Sam Goody? No, like, no. Yeah. <laughs> Is John okay? I think he's just he's just but listing off a, a mall map.
1: He's like, I, I, smell almonds. Help!
0: <laughs> yeah, there was a uh, there was a hot topic: a dispenser's gifts and a Wetzel's pretzels and uh, KB
1: toys <laughs> and a uh, 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 Sam Goody for your music needs, of course. But yeah, no, but it's it's because Mister Freeze is watching TV and he doesn't like what's being on the TV. So what's he do? He freezes it, and it's just like. I've I've I don't think there's been an episode of Batman the Animated Series where a villain hasn't smashed a TV.
0: <laughs> it also sort of has that uh, that Elvis um, shooting a TV um, feeling to it because he's kind of sitting in an easy chair and he shoots the TV and and uh, and and sort of uh, destroys it for showing stuff he didn't like. So it had that sort of Elvis slash. Um, simpsons uh itchy and scratchy vibe
1: yeah very much so and I, that was uh, mr freeze stating uh, that that transitions to this warehouse that mr freeze and his uh, crew is in assembling the can in and he states that it needs to be completed by tonight because he needs to deliver his own warm wishes great wishes. line yeah it, it, dude there's nothing he couldn't say that I, I delivered that way. And I remember doing research into this. He, uh, the, uh, 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 Michael and Sarah was very against the direction he is being given as far as how to say things. Cause, uh, uh, Bruce Tim just kept saying colder, more robotic, colder, more robotic. Like, be almost devoid of emotion and trying to tell an actor that I'm sure was crazy, but in this it is perfect delivery almost every line he has is something I'm waiting to see what he says, even even the cold related puns don't mind. I don't mind them,
0: yeah, they were able to find a compromise uh between Bruce Tim's want for this to be very robotic and uh, the actors want to put a little bit of emotion in it and I think uh the compromise they landed on was perfect it, it really works well and uh yeah it sounds great
1: yeah i it and it's an easy enough cadence for anyone to be able to mr freeze at home anyway there you go just, just put it yeah. out there um anyway uh we cut right that back that is to this. ridiculous i hate it.
3: I have a great voice that is impossible to do an impression of. You can tell right now.
1: (laughs) Get out of here, Mr. Freeze. Banished. Banished from
2: the pod.
1: Did you banish him? Hey, I almost played Mr. Freeze too. Great. Thanks, Sly. Yeah. I just didn't want to say it. It's over when it's over. And they went, let me say it. <laughs> alright, alright. Calm down, slide. Anyway, <laughs> we cut back to the Batcave with uh, uh, Batman pretty much researching uh, the lead Boyle gave him um, going through the articles. He's like, I remember this accident over a year, ag- a year ago. Needs to get more information. And this is uh, probably one of the best exchanges between Alfred and Batman in the episode. He says, if you're going to go sneaking around an office building, you'll need this. And he hands Batman this container. And I love Batman fought him the delivery of this knockout gas. And Alfred's like, Chicken soup. It's the only way to fight a cold. <laughs> oh. Chickens
0: uh Chekhov's chicken soup is introduced.
1: Well, again, I love it because Do you remember the batman 66 episode where he uses alphabet soup to solve a riddle
0: (laughs) no (laughs) well look at this it looks as if the dastardly villain has hidden a hint in my alphabet soup yeah
1: when is a door not a door (laughs) anyway I'll <laughs> cut that all out. <laughs> it was terrible. But yeah, I I want to go back and look at that episode when he uses the thermos, but I actually think it's similarly colored. Uh, that's the point I want to point out. I, see, I see. This, this thermos of chicken soup. I, I love that because it, it, it's so natural. It seems like these guys have done nothing but practice their witty banter with each other for since uh, Batman's childhood.
0: Yeah, it's a great joke, and but not as good of a joke as the next scene where we see Bruce Wayne in disguise as Bruce Wayne with blonde hair. Yeah.
1: <laughs> He's Bruce
0: Wayne. This security guard should have been like, Oh, hey, what's Bruce Wayne doing here dressed up like a security guard with a blonde wig on?
1: No, blonde hair changed his voice a little bit. He relieves the guard of duty. You know, he sneezes, but it's okay, because it's, it's Batman. It's Undercover skies. Boss, basically. It is, it is Undercover Boss. <laughs> so,
0: like, so Hello, uh, fellow security guard. It's me, a security guard. I'm here to relieve you. Goodbye.
1: <laughs> I, I do like he does. I don't know. Honestly, I guess this was a better way of dealing with it than most as opposed to just knocking him out like i think batman normally would have done but in this case he sent the guard to go to the party to go party because it's like mr boyle says to attend the party with his uh with his best wishes yeah it was like he sends him off and then batman's card key comes out of his belt he opens the door and from opening the door he switches right into the batman outfit yeah he's <laughs> <You know, like, laughs> got a quick change yeah, it's just like it is. It must. It must be like you know, the breakaway pants. Just nothing but snaps. Just blew yeah. right out of it. <laughs> but this gives us our final piece of the puzzle, right? We're trying to figure out why uh, Mister Freeze is so hell bent on uh, uh, taking out Boyle, and um, Batman's going through the files, finds. You know the easily marked top secret folder. Yeah, with a with a headshot of Nora in it. Yeah, headshot of Nora, the machine, and a video cassette. Batman, not to be deterred, goes over to VCR. Still investigating, still being awesome. Right, just trying to trying to cover all his bases. Puts in the. Video cassette plays it and this is our first look at uh mr freeze as victor fries i don't care what you say that's how it looks like it's spelt but he's dr (laughs) victor freeze
0: freeze it's a yeah it's like probably he's probably from uh like norway or something
1: yeah i mean i give it he has a he has a bit of an accent um but you see him talking, it's kind of one of those, you get a, a lot of these videos and TV shows and stuff where it's just like, here, here I am explaining the, the science, I guess. Real scientists, if you're listening to this, tell us, do you make videos of yourself talking about your experiments? I'd be really interested Giving exposition. <laughs> giving exposition well, I mean- to
0: it. that's how it starts but uh as the video progresses they have tons of different angles and the editing is great really seems to follow the action it's a very well edited archival piece of footage
1: yeah now i i wanted to talk to you about this just real quickly do you think he edited the footage after the events happened, so everything was in a tidy package, or that just happened to be that many cameras they had in Victor Freeze's lab. Um,
0: good question. I mean, I think that I think in the fiction of the show, you have to, for whatever reason, uh, Boyle had somebody go through and edit this series of events together, and then keep it. I don't know why it I- is exactly the amount of evidence that is needed to put him away later spoiler alert but (laughs)
1: like or or do you think this is like a super video cassette where Batman was controlling it because the only reason why I say it is because it it, it'd be different if it was just it, it was transitioning from many different shots shots you technically wouldn't get if the camera was only in one place um but you know they even did the static like it was changing um views I was I was thinking that maybe it was actually Batman somehow controlling that by like clicking buttons because you know this is Batman animated series. It's possible.
0: Um it felt like to me though, since they kind of had the they have him show the camera the single tape and then they put it in there. It did seem to me like somebody crudely edited together the the footage from this guy's camera and then several different security footages. Uh in, including like shot reverse shot <laughs>
1: security cameras. Yeah, I mean we were getting yeah, we we're getting uh you know shoulder coverage, up close coverage, uh B roll, K roll. Like we were getting everything under the sun with this. Um, but you you finally kinda get a sense of what happened to Victor Freeze in this though. Right? He he's talking about this project that is uh you know cryogenic. Technology. His wife, who has like a rare disease, um, he he wanted to invent this to be able to help people by either freezing them now, so that way um, this is kind of like his methods later. Uh, freezing them now, so that way maybe uh, a cure when it's created, they could be thawed and then cured of it. Or in this, you know, in this case, it's cryogenic technology. She's frozen. Boyle comes in with a couple security guards. Says, hey, this shouldn't be happening anymore. This was canceled weeks ago. He lost $3 million on it. And this is the point where you can see Freeze really loves his wife because he's pleading with him that you can't stop the process now. And then being desperate, he reaches for one of the guards' guns, points it at Boyle. And then <laughs> fucking, see, this, this is why I knew he was an a, a asshat um Boyle was because he gets you know he's trying to talk sense into uh freeze at this point gets him to lower his guard and then first year karate kicks him into a pile of chemicals yeah he really
0: yeah he really and then and uh, i guess as far as he was concerned uh the end for uh dr victor Freeze.
1: Yeah, the last thing we get is him calling out Nora's name while his hand reaches up to her her chamber. And, then and his Batman voice is getting lower and more and robotic. Lower. Yep. And then we get Batman just saying, My God!
0: Which is insane, because uh, it's, it might be the only cartoon on network television that, that snuck a reference to God through uh usually that's censored but
1: yeah um, it was censored later on apparently like a toon disney censored it yeah it's funny this show did a lot of first i don't you know bullets used to be in cartoons and then there was a point pretty much late 70s through the 80s where you were getting nothing but laser guns again and then this up you know batman they made series you know people are shooting guns with bullets and shells and all this so that was already breaking one taboo. Batman bleeding was another one. But then, yeah, him saying, My God, was, uh, you know, I mean, it was appropriate. I think probably be the only thing I could see after watching yeah, a video it, like that. It
0: really makes that impactful. You can see how, uh, even though Batman doesn't agree with the method, methods of uh, Mr. Freeze, he is nevertheless
1: um, sympathetic. Yep. And then, unfortunately, he was so moved by watching that. He didn't realize that someone entered the room behind him, and it was uh, Mr. Freeze himself. And then I I, I love this line, I, fuck every freeze line, god damn it. Yes, it would move me to tears if I still had tears to shed. And then promptly shoots Batman with his freeze gun. My god, yes,
3: it would move me to tears if I still had tears to shed.
0: Mate. yep and then uh me. then we go to a little empire strikes back reference yep <laughs> tip of the hat to bark Hamel.
1: it's two star wars references in one episode not too bad yeah as far as batman they be, you know back to tank because that thing was straight a back to tank and mm-hmm. yeah he's batman we we come back we're we're in the same room that they were in before but it's just filled with ice and Batman is being uh, suspended from the ceiling with uh, frozen at the ankles and it's got like this crude ice handcuff uh, thing placed on him. And then uh, we notice that Mr. Freeze removed Batman's utility belt that is kind of important on this. Um, uh, Freeze is then just kind of giving his motives, uh, talking about how the snow is beautiful, it's clean and uncompromising. Uh, pretty much there's a back and forth between Batman. Um, Batman deduces why he's wearing the suit. Because the accident, he can't survive outside a cold environment. and um, kind of shoots into... Tonight's a night for him to get revenge on uh, the man who ruined his life, their lives. And then uh, Batman says, even if you have to kill everyone in the room to do it, and this is probably the line that I think had the win them the Emmy, right? It, this, this is my, I know I've been saying line after line of Mr. Freeze is like <laughs> my favorite, favorite line, but so this, this is the is, real favorite. This is the, no, this is the one that like, since chills makes me completely understand him would be totally fine. If he got boil because it, it, it makes so much sense um dare i read it or should i just insert it for the people to listen to it so that way i don't ruin it what do you think
0: (laughs) uh let's drop it in right here
3: even
1: if you have to kill everyone in the building to do it
3: think of it batman to never again walk on a summer's day with a hot wind in your face and a warm hand to hold oh yes I'd kill for
1: that. Chilling.
0: <laughs> no pun intended or pun intended.
1: Yeah, a little bit of column A and column B. I said in the <laughs> intro that we're not afraid of cold puns, so <laughs> it's it's a beautifully mastered line. I it it makes sense and it's another thing that snuck through that I'm sure using the word I'd kill for that and anything in a, in a cartoon was a big no, no. Another thing that must've snuck through. Cause I know in the tune Disney release of this, they uh, edited it out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, another, he, he had, he, uh, references, uh, killing and it, um, um, I think contextually, I, I'm glad they left this one in because, uh, he, um, you know, he, He's saying it in this in a similar way, I think. Uh well he he is saying he would actually literally kill for it, but it's the same thing where you'd be like, I I I could really go for I'd really kill for a mix milkshake right now, you know? Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. It it's it goes both ways. Man, I'd kill for some boba. Oh yeah, and I'd kill you for taking away my life. <laughs> you know, like my <laughs> livelihood. But yeah, it's it's done in both ways. I think it's just fan- fantastically said the the cadence on it. It's something that when I think of this episode, that's the line I think of.
0: Yeah, and we go from that masterful line to this super smart villain leaving Batman in this room alone, not even a single thug to check in on him.
1: Not whatsoever. Just to see him die. I don't really know what his end game there was. Like, what was he planning on, Batman? Freezing to death, being suspended, Batman eventually getting out, but it was too late. I don't know, but he pulls Batman villain one hundred and one. Tell him some shit, then leave the room and hope that uh, he just dies of natural causes or something. Yeah,
0: but unfortunately, he, uh, he like as you said before, he he has fashioned some rudimentary ice handcuffs for Batman, and maybe just use real handcuffs in the future or zip ties, or anything else, really, uh... Um... Uh, good old uh, Mr. Freeze, because Batman's able to break those brittle bastards with barely any Beffert. That's right, yeah. I said Beffert.
1: Yeah, it's like, a uh, best effort. Beffert. Yep. I like it. I'm trying to get it going. Yeah, hashtag Beffert. Hashtag Let's Beffert.
0: Hashtag buy a
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Please continue. <laughs>
1: So, yeah, we, um, bat um like you said, Batman breaks out. Um, we then uh, switch to an outside shot of the uh, goth court building. And uh, this giant truck pulls up. This uh, cherry red truck pulls up with this giant <laughs> cannon. Now, like, the valet is like, keys? <laughs> Just like, I'm surprised Freeze didn't freeze him either. But um he then... Valley runs away, and then Freeze orders his gang to seal the building, and we see this giant uh, piece of equipment uh, just start freezing the base of it very slowly.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, a very dramatic fen- a freeze fence is happening. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. and it's coming right towards Batman.
1: Yeah, we get a quick cut, Batman's outside, his legs are all frozen. He's, a, he's definitely not in his best Batman shape. <laughs> and yeah, this giant <laughs> wall of ice comes towards him, he cuts out of the way. Um, we cut back to, uh, freeze again, saying, let the evil that rots inside be cleaned by unforgiving ice. It's a great line. Uh, It is. I mean, again, he, he's not doing this and that's why I I keep coming back to it. His motivations aren't like money or it's none of that. It's just straight revenge. He's like, I feel like if Mr. Freeze got revenge on him, he would have stopped. Like if he just would have dealt with Boyle. I don't think he would have done anything more than that because he didn't want to do anything more than that
0: yeah batman was on vacation um no problemo uh freeze would have done his little thing we would have had one less shithead in the world and you know maybe some people would have uh, lost a toe maybe a yeah, I mean, would have lost a toe
1: because he wasn't it you know it wasn't like he was shooting indiscriminately none of that he just wanted boil um i i do like this because we get a shot. Inside the award, uh, the award ceremony with the windows breaking and the cold pouring in. Again, folks, remember it's a heat wave when this is going on, so the cold is really odd. And then uh, we cut back to one of the goons operating the gun and an icicle smashes into the control panel. <laughs> <laughs> and then i like, Mr. Free sees Batman. And then from there, Batman goes back to dodging, you know... Getting out of the way of uh, Freeze's blast again. Freeze isn't like a, you know, he's not a crack shot, but he's doing his best. And then we get probably one of the one, one of the cooler scenes. Batman finds his utility belt, starts putting it on. A goon tries to sneak up on him, and he gets backhanded hard. Yeah,
0: yeah the classic movie uh, backhand scene. Um, oh. Really, yeah. poink. And, uh, man, I really like the shot of Freeze riding the, uh, the, he, when he, like, kicks a fire hydrant over and then, uh, rides it up through the window into the, into the gala above. Uh, I really like that. That's, that shot. It's good.
1: Yeah, it was, I mean, it was convenient that the water shooting out of it was just enough (laughs) to get him right into the broken window. That
0: would be great if he just, like. I'm out of here. And then he just rides <laughs> it over, and it's like, oh, oh, uh-oh. oh, oh, uh, oh, no. oh, no. He <laughs> just <laughs> in a, a pile of boxes or a dumpster.
1: Yeah, like a dumpster that's on fire. He's like, oh, why? <laughs> uh, and then that's when we get the confrontation between Mr. Freeze and Boyle. Boyle has no idea who... He is. The cold eyes of vengeance are upon you, Boyle.
2: Who...
3: Who are you? Come now. Surely you remember your old colleague, Victor Freeze. No! No! But,
1: um... Doesn't matter, because he gets frozen for it. I, I... I really... You, you could see Freeze trying to enjoy this, because he's freezing him super slow. Like, oh, yeah. Feed, Boyle's like,
0: losing something. Some appendage yeah. below the waist. I'm not going to say which one, but something's going. Okay.
1: He's just freezing him. <laughs> and then the minute Boyle begs, you knew that was a bad mistake on his part. Because Freeze, for his non-emotiveness, just gives him that Ain't that some shit? Look, right? Yeah. Oh, you you're, know, begging? Like, mm, you're begging. Cool. Because then he goes and like he tells him about the nightmare he has of his wife Nora behind the glass begging him with frozen eyes, and how he's long to see the look frozen on him. That is some cold blooded shit. Stop!
2: Please, Be- beg you.
1: You beg
3: in my nightmares I see my Nora behind the glass begging to me with frozen eyes how I've longed to see that look frozen on you yeah
0: Yeah. and Batman should just leave him to do his thing I feel like at this point
1: yeah I I, I could cut out the rest of this and just be like yeah and he uh, killed Boyle got his uh, revenge and went away never to be (laughs) heard from again (laughs) But no, instead, Batman throws a battering at Freeze and jump kicks him, and then you realize Freeze just isn't like you know an ice dude because he mentions that his suit, uh, it, like not only it's not only keeping him alive but also triples his strength. Because I love like the ineffective chops oh, Batman is doing. little punch. Shoulders. He's like, Ugh. it's like you know if someone like playfully tries to give you a shoulder massage. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote Batman shoulder chop looks about as effective as my last diet. Uh, (laughs) I wrote my notes. Um, Batman is uh, being held up in the air by Freeze, Um, and Freeze pretty much saying anyone uh, sooner or later anyone who stands in his way will find uh, will feel the icy touch of death. And then you know what's coming next, folks. If um, if the spiked. Fences in Lost Boys didn't teach you about foreshadowing. This does. Because um, <laughs> Batman reaches into his utility belt and hits Freeze in the face with the canister of chicken soup. I don't know why no one would have noticed the canister on that utility belt. I don't know because you don't see it hanging on there at all, but it's there.
0: Yep. It's um, not on, like, slung over Freeze's shoulder um, when he it, takes his uh, utility belt, but yep. He's got a big old thermos of thermos. chicken soup, which yeah. he puts
1: on his face, and it's like...
0: Acts like the acid from Alien. Yeah,
1: well, I, I guess it's the below... Uh, the, the the sub-zero temperatures inside the helmet versus the hotness of the chicken soup. I think, and yeah, it's
0: just- you're right. It's the, it's the uh, instant temp- temperature change and extreme temperature change that I think cracks the... Uh, the glass which you probably should have made a you know yeah. something like a glass that that you put on the space shuttle or something there.
1: <laughs> yeah like it's safety glass awesome because this thing breaks like uh, like like window pane glass you know like uh, giant shards as it just started uh, cracking um it instantly starts raising his body temperature and then his voice starts sounding Really, like that weird distortion. Yeah, he's dying. Yeah, this, 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 it's like someone's going to have to stick his head in like a, a, a bowl of ice. Yeah, somebody get a mini fridge for this guy. <laughs> yeah, put him in one of those Red Bull fridges quick. <laughs> we got to keep him cold. And then we get, um, Summer Gleason goes over and says, what was that? And Batman, you know, again, being the cool customer he is. The only way to fight a cold. So, wrapping it around. <laughs> he, uh, he then pulls out the videotape, hands it to Summer and points out to Boyle how he ruined two lives, and that, you know, instead of vengeance, he should be seeking justice. And then this is the part you knew Batman did not really give a shit about Boyle. Because all he says is, Good night, humanitarian. Good night, humanitarian. He didn't yeah. take him to his red back-to-tank and to no. freeze him.
0: No, uh, Boyle is at least losing some toes, uh if not more.
1: Right? Like, yeah, he's 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 losing he's losing knees down. I think. Because I don't yeah. remember how far high high up he got, but yeah, Batman's like, no, nah, you deal with it. But I'm I'm not taking you to my old back-to-tank to heal your ass.
0: Nope, All that was, that bit of foreshadowing was just so uh, Batman can go back and have a little jacuzzi. Um, good thing his, like, six-hour cold is done, though.
1: Well, he's Batman. Like, dude is the pinnacle of fitness, I'm sure. Yeah, he shrunk down yeah. inside of his own body and beat it up, I think. I don't know how yeah. that works, but, he, you know, he's
0: got a bat shrink down, go inside own body ray.
1: I could see him punching the cold virus. Yeah. <laughs> he's fighting with himself and he's winning
0: what are you doing here you villainous virus (laughs) (laughs) okay Uh
1: (laughs) and then uh, we get um, uh, we head over to Arkham and we see Freeze is in his cell Uh, they've somehow refrigerated it no problem even though it has open windows Um, and he's just giving this you know I mean, he's a dude who feels lost and hopeless saying that he failed Nora hopes she could forgive him and then tears start welling up in his eyes and you know, it's a call back to the fact that he said if he had tears to shed, he'd shed them so there's a little bit more humanity in him than you think
3: I failed you I wish there were another way for me to say it but I cannot I can only beg your forgiveness and pray you'll hear me somehow. Some place. Some place where a warm hand waits for mine.
1: And then we get this I I, 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 I I think this is a great way to end this episode because Batman likes staring at whoever he beat up or helped out or whatever at the ends of some of these episodes. So we see Batman is looking into Freeze's cell because it's the only one that's lit up blue. He turns around to leave, but then he doesn't look back, and then he jumps away.
0: Yeah, you know he he feels bad. You can tell, and I thought that was pretty effective. Um, yeah, more effective than the uh, the creepy legs sort of like as he looks down into the basement of Sherman in the.
3: <laughs> oh God, yeah, this <laughs> is
0: <was>
1: his ankles. <laughs>
0: yeah just the bad ankles uh, much more effective than that but um so th- this last scene uh is the only one that uh tim and dean and uh, denny, uh, denny said that they wanted to go back and change because uh, i guess originally they were supposed to have his tears uh turn into uh snowflakes um but uh um, that was later used in uh, Batman and Robin, un-
1: unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, I think the yeah, he cried and his tears t- turned to icicles.
0: Yeah, so that um, that's the one thing that they said they would go back and change. But, um, yeah, and that's it. And then we, we go to the great um, credit sequence uh, for the show with the fantastic score. And uh, that's a wrap on an incredible episode paced incredibly um and uh just like uh, just a perfect little slice of batman just it was a was a pleasure to revisit it again and so i think that you will find this to be no surprise that i give this a hearty recommend i say go out and check it out if you haven't seen it and even if you have it's worth rechecking out even for the astronomical price of three dollars, uh, on Amazon. It's a small price yeah. to pay. That was oh yeah suggesting. easy. Where were we? You, we're you we're getting it. to your record. Do you? So, John, uh, I gave this one a hearty recommend. How about you? Uh, would you recommend people revisit this episode or Fuck see no. it for the first time? No,
1: yeah, don't don't watch this shit. <laughs> I mean, I gave it a glowing review. Uh, I, I talk about how I increasingly love uh, Mr. Freeze's lines. So obviously I hate this episode and would never watch it again. Uh no. a twist. I know. I'm like M. Night Shyamalan of podcasters. <laughs> uh, um, I, mm, mm,
0: okay,
1: go ahead. <laughs> yeah. I'm like The Village. I want my $10 back. I'm just ragging on everybody today. I need to calm down. I'm going to be editing a lot of me ragging on people. (laughs) Um, This this is going to be a 14-minute long episode. (laughs) Heart of Ice. Good. Yes. Um, All right. Anyway. Yes, I would totally recommend Heart of Ice. If you are on a Batman saga... If you are wanting just to see some really well-written TV, uh, this is the episode for you. It takes another, at the time, unknown character, or or fairly regarded character. So we're not dealing with the Joker, Two-Face, Catwoman, Penguin, like the rogues gallery you're normally used to. We're dealing with Mr. Freeze, who in himself is... Okay, but this makes him a truly compelling villain. I wholeheartedly recommend this episode. You should watch it. If you get it on Amazon, that's cool. If you can get the Blu-rays, those are a lot of fun to watch. If you have DC Universe, RIP, you can watch it there. (laughs) It is in um, uh, DVD order, Blu-ray order. Um, It's a fantastic episode.
0: However you like, however you get it, whether it be a Best Buy, or Circuit City, or or Sam Goody, or Tower Wrecker.
1: (laughs) God, man, I miss Tower so
0: much. No, get out there, get out there, and, uh, get out there and watch it, you so-and-sos, um, whatever way you can, uh, it's definitely worth it, I, I, I totally agree. So, um, I hope you enjoyed our deep dive into Batman the Animated Series, the first time we're doing it on the podcast, officially, uh, but certainly not the last. Um, and I hope that you'll tune in next week for another new episode, brand new episode of Pop Saga, where we'll be exploring the differences, the similarities, the tragedies of uh the video game to movie adaption uh, adaptation <laughs> sonic the hedgehog put it on a wax now we're doing it next
1: <laughs> all right well you hear folks i've just been held hostage yeah. have to, have to watch Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh,
0: and i'm sure you won't cut this out
1: uh <laughs> oh, yeah. so I, i'm not i'm not cutting any of this out it's gonna be two hours <laughs> long of just me going oh man i should really cut this out (laughs) uh
0: so as always stay happy stay healthy and we'll see you next
1: week remember revenge is a dish best served cold except on tuesdays
0: (laughs) chili dogs
1: that's right get you some chili dogs folks (laughs)
2: Saga, you know we keep it groovy, we talking cartoons, books, TVs and movies, a couple of nerds but got style, we so cool, pop culture, talking new and old school, yeah, you should know we love hip-hop, from the roots, Ty lib shout out to Pharaoh Munch, we giving you what you want, it don't get no live, I ain't no doubt we gotcha, this is Pop Saga, let's go! Oh yeah, you heard right, heard this right. is a lifestyle, welcome to the nerd life, Pop Saga.